another tight one last night at Mullet Arena. Coyotes lose to the Edmonton Oilers 5-4, but another game that uh, featured a comeback from the young Yotes, who have lost five straight. Here to talk about it with us, Chief Hockey Development Officer of the Arizona Coyotes, Shane Doan, our weekly guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Donor. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, so, the, the, I mean, the losses are stacking up, but uh, good. Exciting ingredients going into these losses. I mean, this is a never say die Coyotes team right now. It, it really is. Like, it's the well, last night, obviously, it's a tough one to lose that one and give up the power play goal late, which their power play is historically unbelievable what they're doing in Edmonton. Um, but the the way that we come back and we continue to show resilience for a team that's in 27th place i think or 28th place mm-hmm. it's it's hard to you'd understand it if a team shows resilience when they're battling for their playoff lives and they just won't quit but this group obviously understands the situation and continues to fight it's so impressive yeah, it really, really is. So I, I'm curious because we, we we bandied about this question earlier today. Uh, is the playoffs next season too ambitious of a goal for this team? <laughs> well, I, I, oh, man. Go on the record, Shane. Uh, Come on. <laughs> I think it's going to be really hard, yeah. I, I think that in our sport, it doesn't turn quickly. Right. It just doesn't. And I, and, and I, and I know that... I think that what we are getting out of the group, and not we, what the coaching staff, Andre Terney and his coaching staff are getting, and what we are seeing as as fans and organization is the absolute utmost that you could get out of this group. And that's encouraging and exciting. And what Clayton Keller is doing is so much fun to watch because we haven't seen that in a Coyote player for well, really ever, and he's doing stuff that is so fun to watch because he, every single night he has an opportunity to create offense, and the, and the league's tilted in that direction where there's way more scoring, but he's also doing it, and so that's exciting. There's lots of things to be excited about. Turning an organization around in a year or two is not the way the NHL works, and as much as I that's hope awesome. it is, it's I, I'm probably a little bit maybe too realistic on that. Shane Doan, our guest here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. I want to piggyback on your point on Clayton Keller and what he's done. 13-game point streak. He's over 80 points. He's threatening the the Arizona franchise record uh, of mid-80s points. Um, Kind of a two-part question here. Um, Just, again, if you could elaborate on what you're seeing from Clayton Keller recently. But also historically... And you kind of hinted at it um, that you know offense is 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 more uh, of the day in the NHL than it was maybe back in years past. But historically, Coyotes have been absent from the scoring leaders ever since they moved to Arizona. Is there? Do you have a, a theory on that, Shane? Well, <laughs> no, I don't, and I wish I did. But I, um, I think that Keith Kachuk led the. Keith Kachuk led the league in goals in, yes. I think, 95, 96 uh-huh. with the Winnipeg Jets. And then he had a couple of years where he was where he was right around, you know, 45 goals and was close to the, they call it the Rocket Richard for winning the league in, in goals a couple of years. But other than that, um, we haven't had anyone that has been, you know, that, that elite. And, and it, there's without a doubt, there's an element that, you don't get those guys unless you draft them. Like that's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. And we haven't done a good job drafting as an organization 
Um, it's not like you can trade for the leading scorer of the league. That sure. just doesn't happen in our sport, and and you can't sign them as free agents. They don't they don't become free agents if they're capable of doing that. And and so I think that's there's a there's a large part of that as an organization where we haven't had the stability in the in the uh, of of building a team that can create that um and yet at the same time what Kells is doing is so much fun because you see him create and what him and Schmaltzy and Barrett Hayton have kind of created as that line that their identity and their excitement about being elite is is fun to watch and Kells isn't the fastest he isn't the strongest he doesn't have you know i mean he has a great shot and the shot is very he's very good shot but he's not like this guy that can shoot the puck through the wall he just is such a smart um intellectual player and it's fun to see what he does it just is it's fun to watch him do it night after night after night um, I was a fan before, but this year he's taken it to another level of, of I think, uh, of of what I appreciate and what he can do. And and on top of that, when when I saw him at the All Star game, you you see just how small he is comparatively speaking, <laughs> right? And so to, yeah. so to be able to do that at that size, that's it's, that's quite something in and of itself. Yeah, you know what? For for me, I've been I've been gun shy a little bit of Connor Bedard and the fact that he isn't the fastest player that I've ever seen. He isn't the biggest, strongest. He doesn't have. He has maybe one of the best releases in in hockey I've ever seen, and, and I think that's incredible. So you don't want to take that away. But in our sport, it tends. It's always the history of our sport has always taught me you have to be big, strong, and do all these things that no one else can do. And he doesn't do any of those things that much better than everyone else. He just does everything so much better than everyone else. And when you look at Kells and you see what he's doing, and then you see what Bedard's doing, you're kind of like, okay, now I see it. I can see how somebody that has that skill set can dominate this league where I don't think I thought that before if that makes sense and that gets me excited about what Connor Bedard could do. Yep and uh, Shane Doan our guest here on uh, Vickley and Murata Mornings and then put into perspective when you move out and you saw him last night in an Edmonton uniform what Connor McDavid is doing this year 140 points at this point of the season that's territory that hasn't been reached mm. since 96 I mean are we getting back to that widespread outburst of, of offense in the NHL you think or is is Connor McDavid just that much of a freak? Well, I think that even if you've never watched our sport and you turn the TV on and you watch our sport and you see a game that he's playing in, you're like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they blow the whistle. I don't know what that little thing is that they're chasing, but that guy's way better than everybody else. <laughs> he just is. It's so crazy. It's so fun to watch. I mean, yeah. last night... I wanted to watch that game. I wanted to stand up and watch that game because I'm like, man, the guy's coming to town and you don't get to see dominance like that. It just, it is crazy. And, and but it, you, as we've talked and we joke, uh, you know that I love all sports. Offense wins uh, or is entertaining and 
football, they throw the ball more than they've ever thrown it and score more points than they've ever scored. Basketball, the same thing. Baseball's doing everything they can to create more offense. And yeah, hockey's doing the same thing. That's interesting. And you know, the thing too, uh, and I think I shared this during the skills challenge, Connor McDavid just blew me away with his shooting accuracy. Is that is that just a gift from above or can you train yourself to be that accurate? Because it was just mind-blowing to me. <laughs> Yes, I think it's a gift from above, and then I, and I do believe though that others have been given as much talent as him. They just don't work as hard as he has worked. He came and skate. He came and skated here with Austin Matthews. So him, Austin Matthews, and there's about eight to ten guys came and skated with with a group that I was doing here during the COVID. And the thing that blew me away more than anything was in practice that guy loses the puck and stumbles not often but more than he ever does in a game because he pushes himself so hard in every single drill like every single thing he does he tries to do it faster every single time he grabs a puck he tries to shoot it more accurately he he never said he he just doesn't have an element in him that settles for what he's accomplished and so when you watch him practice it's, it blows you away because he's already faster and, and does things quicker than everyone else. And then in practice, he's doing it even quicker and faster than you see him do it in a game. And you're like, how is this even possible? And then <laughs> when he gets into a game, it's like he's slowed down and it's easy now. And That's it's like, crazy. you're still 25% faster than the fastest guy on the ice. How is this even possible? The guy's possible? just incredible. Yeah. Donor, always a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your week. We'll do it again next Tuesday. Yes, yes, and it's the baseball season starting. Come on, and by the time we talk next Tuesday, the baseball season—I cannot wait for that to happen. All right, who's that's so exciting? Who's uh, donors team to beat this year? Who you got? Oh no, you don't like me because I—you know who I like. You're gonna take, pick you're gonna pick the Blue Jays, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like the Blue Jays, but hey, I did like the Astros, so I did like I was—I got in trouble last time because I picked them. Mm, yeah, um, but they were pretty good. This, I, they got a great team. Again, I do like the Blue Jays. It's going to be tough for them. They got a pitching staff that has to kind of come together. They have the potential, but and I love the D backs, Tori Lavella and all them. I love the D backs. I got to meet Zach Gallon, and that guy is an unbelievable guy. I love him in the way that he thinks. I think they're going to be good. They're, I don't know if they make that nice. step this year, but they're exciting. How about this show today? Charles Barkley and Shane Doan, the all-time great <laughs> local legend, and Shane Doan on the same show. <laughs> oh, Jared. Ah, perfect, Jared. <laughs> Jared. That's why nobody likes you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Doan. We'll talk donor. to you next week.